Chevy Chase is banned from SNL? Oh, God. Yeah. Isn't Robert Downey Jr. also banned? Really? Wow. Or is he just like so famously bad? He'll never get invited back? I don't know. I'm kind of mad I wasn't like... Banned? <laughs> uh, you know, like around for Robert Downey Jr.'s like bad years. It was like one year, right? He was yeah, only that bad. One so was Julia Louis Dreyfus. Wait, he was a cast member. Yeah, yeah. So was Robert Downey Jr. Was a yeah. cast member of there's, Iron Man. There's yes. a bunch of people that you're like, what? Yeah, like Mr. Iron Man himself. <laughs> you don't even think of him as a comedian. No. You know, it's weird. That's our thing. <laughs> Ghouls. <laughs> Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Yo. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we get drunk and we watch a horror movie. And then we uh, record a podcast right after while we're still drunk. And then we cut in clips uh, from while we were watching the movie like this clip. Wow. It's like media is being forced into us. <laughs> I think it's a metaphor. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm excited to see what that one is. <laughs> <laughs> we were quiet for most of this movie. I don't feel like we were. Uh, yeah, there was we a lot were. of times we were just watching. Yeah. yeah. Really? At least yeah. for the first, like, hour. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. And then when it got important, we started talking. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we have a special guest today. Um, he's a good friend of the pod. Uh I, I don't really f- how we know him is I was set up as his formal date well that's how I know him I was set up as his formal date for his frat <laughs> and then good, good just start. through connections <laughs> like also he joined um, Backburner which is the comedy group that all of us were from yeah um, but anyways his name is Adam Edwards welcome oh also Can I sure how I know yeah him? Molly knows <laughs> no. him I forgot that Molly <laughs> no. knows him a different way <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> we met Working at Barnes and Noble, oh, Barnes <laughs> and Noble, baby. So there's a, there's multiple <laughs> entries here, yes. but Adam, welcome. I've been around. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I like forget that you're really you've really infiltrated our lives. <laughs> it, it was a deliberate attack <laughs> on your sanity. In a way, I am video drunk. Oh my god! <laughs> We're glad to have you. Thank Thank you you for always being inside of our (laughs) chussies. Do you know what? I was telling my coworker that we were recording tonight, and I was like, I think it's going to... She's like, do you think you're going to be okay tomorrow? And I was like, I don't know. Our guest is kind of chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. Drink. (laughs) But in the best ways. Um, Should we... Well... So our episode today is about oh, Videodrome. Yeah. yeah, which we meant. Yeah, <laughs> which we did not mention so far. Although well, he said he's I like a little teaser. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, we um, did Videodrome per Adam's request. Yes. So uh, our first segment um, is the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> trivia below the Ooh. bar trivia. There but, you go, um, boy. Yeah. That's did you physically write your trivia? I wrote down some stuff. 
it's it's you know he wrote it on a scroll um (laughs) so uh do you guys have buzzer noises buzzed like a noise to buzz in oh i I could have my own Mm -hmm. yeah just make up one normally i come up with one that's like connected to the movie but you know i don't think it just does buzz can i just yell whip cracking noise (laughs) (laughs) damn it mine was gonna be (laughs) 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 you guys should both whip crack okay (laughs) we're ready okay uh so question one uh at the beginning of the movie james woods's character has a meeting with these two guys who are trying to sell him some Japanese porn. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, whose name is David Sobucho, Sobuchi, the actor, uh, he eventually went into what business or career area? <laughs> Number one, actually, he did porn. Number two, uh, he was in the government. Number th- Option three, he did sales. Or option four... Uh, he was a TV broadcaster. Biz. He actually did porn. No. Damn it. I was really hoping this movie got his interest. <laughs> yes. Government. Yes. Uh-huh. That was <laughs> the only other option. Yeah. yeah. He was, um, he later became a minister in the Ontario provisional government. His appearance in the controversial film was as a pornographer was exploited by the opposition. Bitches. And to no avail. Canada <laughs> <laughs> was like, we like it. They're like, that's sick. <laughs> Long live the new flesh. <laughs> that was just like little provocative. <laughs> His campaign slogan. <laughs> Good. Um, question two. Um, oh, okay. So there was an alternate ending to this movie. And for a few reasons... Uh, it was cut, but if you listen to the director's commentary in the Criterion Collection release of the film, David Cronenberg says he he talks about a specific reason why uh, he wanted to cut out this extra scene at the end after James Woods kills himself. So the question is, why? what was the reason that he gave? Uh, option A, unions. Option B, money. Option C, atheism, or option D, it was too difficult to film. Oh, shh. Yes. D? No. Fuck. What was option A? Option A was unions. What was option B? Money, and option C was atheism. Which? Yes. Unions? Nope. Atheism? (laughs) Yes. Yeah! So, uh, in his director's commentary for the Criterion Collection, David Cronenberg credited his decision to omit the epilogue at least partially to his own atheist beliefs as the uh, so the epilogue um in this version was like he kills himself and then there's a scene afterwards where um bianca and nikki and max are on the set of videodrome and they all have chest slits and then from those I'm sorry chess- do you mean chessies 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 and from those chessies they have <laughs> grotesque mutated sex organs which emerge and so what Cronenberg says was that he he says that the apparent resurrection of Max and Nikki on the Videodrome set could be interpreted as their having gone to an afterlife (laughs) whereas Cronenberg himself does not believe in one I I get that so my question is did they film it 
I don't think because I want to no. see yeah. that <laughs> the prosthetics at least. Right. I want to see what those sex organs are. Well, it says three different endings were filmed, mm. but it does not say whether this specific one was filmed. That's okay. It I love that Cronenberg's an atheist because it's very clear he's trying to make things as hellish on Earth as we yeah. do them yeah. as he can. Yeah, but very in a movie cool. about well that has a lot of hallucinations. Is anyone going to see that ending and be like, that's God? <laughs> you know, like, well, when, he, right, shoot, right. when he heaven. said it, sh- it shows um, them yada yada, I immediately was like, oh, afterlife. So, yeah, right. I guess. So, what are the points? Who got the government question? Her. And We're tied. You got the other one? I have nothing. Ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> so, I only had those two written out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, wait. Uh, I do have one. Uh, I Wait, have another I'm question. sorry. Did you so, only get prepared with two questions? No, no, I had more. Um, uh, so the undulating screen of the television set that Max interacts with in the film were created using a video projector and what? Which? Yes. Magnets. No. Do um, you have options? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was so confident. <laughs> Option A, plastic bags. Option B, Big rubber sheets. Option C, a set of dental dams. Option D is um, uh, just a bunch of condoms that they tied together. I don't know. What's well, A or B? What's the, <laughs> what's the answer? Uh, rubber screen. Yeah. No. Then it's the other A. Option A was plastic bags. That's incorrect. Which? Which? Yes. Viva la dental dam. Yes. Ah. What? Yes. Hell so yeah. The, the undulating screen was created using a video, video projector and a sheet of rubbery dental dam. The film's visual effects designer stated, We knew we would need a flexible p- material. We tested a weather balloon first. Oh, I should have put that as an option. And we stretched it over a frame the size of a TV screen and pushed a hand through it to see how far it stretched. And then we rear projected it. Nice. But the final thing was achieved with a sheet of dental dam and... And then a video projector that they projected onto I, it. I guess I have no concept of what a dental dam is or it's looks like. When it's a, just a rectangle. It's just like a, that, like, stretch, like a latex rectangle. It's when you're at the dentist and then they cover most of your teeth, but then no. they... Uh-huh. No, that's not what no, it is. No, that is. Because if you click the Wikipedia link... Nuh-uh. Yeah. A dental dam is what you like... Yeah, there are multiple uses for a dental dam. One of the uses is... In a dentist procedure, Wait, and then of one, a of the uses, nope. <laughs> one of the uses. Nope. One of the uses. No. I've been thinking of a diaphragm this whole time. So they use dental dams not for like going down they on people. They do. Uh, dental dams are also used for safer oral sex. So. But the actual use for a dental dam, its purpose is both to prevent sur- saliva interfering with dental work and to prevent instruments and materials from being inhaled, swallowed, or damaging the mouth. In dentistry, the use of a rubber dam is sometimes referred to as isolation or moisture control. Dental <laughs> dams are also used for safer oral sex. So there are multiple uses for this dental dam. So- I was thinking of a diaphragm, which is another thing <laughs> that's used for sex. <laughs> And it was, I was like, how do they stretch it that big? So safe oral sex is one, a funny concept. Two, is that just your tongue flapping around? Like no lips involved? Like I, 
What? What is it? Is it just your tongue? Well, like that's it. It's just no. Read this Wikipedia article. <laughs> After lubrication with water-based lubricant, an unpunctured dental dam may be held over the vulva or oh. anus, allowing oral stimulation of these areas without transmission it's of like bodily fluids. It's like you just do fluid. it on top of the dental mm-hmm. dam, and then they feel it underneath. Plastic cling wrap. Condoms, Boo. Do you guys actually Boo. not know what a dental dam no. is? No. I've never yeah. known. When would I ever encounter one? I don't. Look, did they not teach you this in sex ed? I went, I, I went to Texas. Catholic school. Did I am from Texas. Okay, well, <laughs> I have had a lot of good teachers. I have not. I, can we cut that? That sounds like <laughs> <I didn't laughs> somebody specifically showed you. You couldn't have made that any more sexual if you tried. I, I had a very the good sex ed classes because I went to a good school. Oh my God. It's just like not helping myself here. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, Molly. Molly, you won, so you could do it. Wait, cue that theme, baby. <laughs> we have yet to play a Harish one. There's going to be a five-minute thing. <laughs> well, okay. Why don't you have this queued up and ready? Because you know I'm fucking happen. drunk, Samantha. Because I'm dumb. you've won this round. Next time, maybe you'll win a round again. <laughs> My Thank favorite you. is just the bum bums. <laughs> Thank you very Who's much. Oh, yes. James, James Wagner. James Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> one episode, and then we play every time I win, which now I have motivation to win. Molly has won so many rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we play this song a lot. Is there not one for you? <laughs> you you kind have of one is. now. Sam, Sam, that's the <laughs> yes, jam. Yeah, yeah, there is one now, but, but there there's not one for her. And I don't Sam. have one. But Molly, huh. you won, won, so you get to decide what the punishment is. Finish your drinks, baby. Adam has a full beer. Whoa! <laughs> this is tipsy terror. I saved this drink just in like case. Like a little bitch terror. <laughs> hmm. So while they're drinking, well, I thought I had other Adam's about to drink facts, that. but I actually don't Very really. Good <laughs> Give him a little bit to suck on. That's what video drone said. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready? Video drone is short for VD. Which means venereal disease. Any oh, yeah. comments? <laughs> Has a lot to say there. Do we want to... Fun re- fact. <laughs> <laughs> Harish? The, the ending used in the final film where Max shoots himself on a derelict shift was James Woods' idea. Oh, that, wow. That was just a fun fact. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Um, so for our recap, who who do you want to play? Ooh. Um, shoot. Oh, can I be Professor Oblivion? Sure. Okay. Is he in it enough? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Samantha. Can I be Debbie Harry? Sure. Can I be Harlan, please? Yes. You're James Woods. Uh, fine. I'll be James Woods. Do you think you can be? Yeah. Is uh, there anybody else that's shoot. important? Shoot. Barry Convex. Barry Convex. Barry Convex. Yeah. Oblivion. I can anyway. also be Oblivion's daughter. What's her okay. name? Bianca. Yeah. Bianca Oblivion. I can also be her. And I'll be the guy who is trying to sell people cable TV on the street. <laughs> Important. Make role. the monkey dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Wait. No. Wait. Wait. I want to I be. I want to be the uh, male dancer in the background. Absolutely. You can shot. be both of them. <laughs> Just know that I'm him. Are we ready? Yes. All right. And seven minutes starting now. So the movie opens and there's a uh, TV, there's this woman on screen uh, doing a broadcast, giving me a wake up tape and I wake up and it's me, James Woods' character. My name is Max Wren or something. Who cares? Anyway, so I'm this TV guy. I 
do a TV station and I'm like, oh, we want the weirdest, creepiest shit. We want the fucking most horniest shit. Mm -hmm. And I go to my friend, Mr. Harlan, uh, and I'm like, did you record a uh, whatever transmission or something? Is that what happens? Yeah. So I got this signal. It was only on for a little bit. I'm trying to chase it, trace it. Um, here's here's the little video. Ah, oh, some dude is like just uh, attacking a woman. Ah, yes, this is what my viewers want. Okay, try to get more of this and track the signal. Will do. Anyway, back to my normal. Oh, cut to I'm on uh, on TV on a TV station, and one of the other guests is me. I can't remember my name. Nikki. Nikki. And I'm a radio host and you're a menace. And and uh, I'm uh, Professor Oblivion. I'm on also a guest, but guess what? I'm on a little TV that's on the, the TV set because uh, that's where I live. And the screen is the retina something. And there's a, there's a female late night host, which you don't see ever yes. in real life. Um. <laughs> and she's interviewing us about the effect of technology in a modern culture and i'm like yeah there's technology all over and tv's great and then you're like you're a menace uh y- well before that you're you're talking about how everyone's overstimulated and i'm oh, like yeah. why the fuck did you wear that red dress because red is hot and i'm horny now do you want to go out sure and then meanwhile <laughs> dr oblivion is talking about uh you know how like uh, TV's the body, and it's also the retina of your eye, and uh, everything's gonna be looking through our eye. And uh, you know, <laughs> and then that's the end of that. And then it's the next day, and I go back to work, and this other woman is trying to sell me this fucking. Uh, <gasps> I got something for you. What do you got? <laughs> it's Casanova. It's like some sort of Greek Roman Dionysus and Apollo. Dionysus and Apollo. It's it's something weird. I'm Here like, oh, this is not. This is just too clean for my audience. We want something fucking horny. Have you ever heard of video drum? Can't say I Get have. Get me more data on that, and I'll talk to you later. Cut to. Uh, hey man, I locked onto the signal for about an hour last night. Here's more video drum. Oh shit! Another scene. Okay, cut to. Um, it's me and Nikki. We're on yeah. our date at my house and we get freaky and everything. But then I'm also like, Hey, I'm going to Pittsburgh. Uh, okay. Uh, don't I'm do gonna, that. I'm going to audition for video. I drum. say, don't do that. And mm. also don't hit yourself with the cigarette. I'm going to burn myself. With okay. The cigarette Cut I'm to into it. Don't Cut. pierce your ears. You're so pretty. Cut to it's me meeting with the, this oh. woman at the restaurant. Video drum, huh? Yeah. Can I be your agent? We got to give this opiate to the masses. <laughs> no, thanks. Anyway, I'll go looking for Professor Oblivion, as you told me to. Anyway, I go to Professor Oblivion's, uh, the cathode ray mission. And I'm Hello. here. I'm Professor Oblivion's daughter. Hello, Bianca. daughter. Bianca Oblivion. And okay. I'm like, I am my father's screen. Um, yeah. You can't talk directly to him. Give me a message and I'll give you a tape. I'm okay. very hard to see. I would like the tape in Videodrome format. Is that Japanese? No, it's a thing. You've never heard of Videodrome? Haha, <laughs> there's serious lackings in your <laughs> education. What education? Okay, whatever. You'll get a tape. Cut to I'm back at home and I'm falling asleep and then I get a tape in the mail or something. Oh, no, I have a gun and then I'm falling asleep and then, oh, the TV is being really horny and I go up to the TV and it's my friend Nikki 
on the screen. I was I was there too. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Nikki. No, I I get a tape from Doctor Oblivion or something, yeah. and I put it in, and like now the TV's horny. I say your name, <laughs> and I say Oblivion's you're gonna be like, horny now, and you're gonna have brain tumors, and you're also gonna be horny. And I'm like, oh no, Doctor Oblivion, did you trick me? And then now I'm horny, and I get these hallucinations of me of you and then i also have a gun mm-hmm. for some reason i also have now i have like a slit in a my chassis. on my a stomach chassis. and i i i'm like what the fuck and then, and then i like start poking at it with yeah. this gun that i have and then i put the gun in the gun's in there and then i cut to <laughs> um uh i go back to the cathode ray mission and i meet with bianca oblivion and i'm and, like what the fuck and i'm like yeah it's got you you're in the video drone it fucked you up what the fuck did you just say your dad died from brain tumor and i'm gonna get the same brain tumor yeah, and, sorry about that and then you give me a bunch of videos okay thanks and then i take all the videos and then i go home and then then what happened oh Bear. i get a message from barry brian convex. Con- barry convex barry convex that's me <laughs> howdy come on down to the eyeglass store and we're gonna give you an inspection and so I go to the eyeglass store, and on the way, the fucking cab driver has a has a TV in his cab, and yes. I watch the TV, and Barry Convex is talking to me, and then I get to the eyeglass store. And uh, we hang out in a back room, and I've got this big headset for you, and you got to put it on so I can analyze your hallucinations. I put it on, and then I see my friend Nikki, and then I whip her, even though she's <laughs> on a TV, and then it turns into... The other older woman, Ooh, it me. Masha or something, and yeah. then and then I wake up and I'm in my bed and I'm like, what the fuck? That was weird. And then I look over and Masha's there, and then I call Harlan. It's me, I'm Harlan, dead. What the fuck? And then I call Harlan, and Harlan's over here, and Harlan, come over. And then he takes a picture, or he comes to take pictures, but then me and you are in on it. Me and Harlan are in on it. Oh it's, it's no, all, it's a plot. Oh, uh, it turns out everyone's in on it. Yeah. And then I get a t- uh, <laughs> VHS to put in me uh-huh. and then i have a gun that's attached to my skin and then i go and shoot the heads of my department at my tv channel and then i go and i'm like uh and then i go back to the cathode ray mission and bianca's there and bianca's You've like come to kill me haven't you uh i guess <laughs> that's what i'm doing now you don't kill me Do you oh no and then you make me watch this video and it turns out uh, Nikki's on the screen and they already killed Nikki as part of Videodrome. It was all a trick. Uh, okay, well now I go back to the fucking optics place and then I go meet Harlan there and I'm like, hey, where's your boss, brother? And then... I'm at the trade show. Oh, Come and no. shoot me. The boss is at the trade show. We're doing show. a Medici dance. So I kill Harlan then I go to the trade show and then um, the boss is there. Brian... Co- Barry. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we met before <laughs> uh, yes and then as you introduce yourself you're like oh i know all of you and then i stand up and then i fucking shoot you or something and, and then i, I explode of- and something fucked up happens to your body it does it was fun and then i leave and then i go to a ship and then i shoot myself yes long after i question. tell you to because i show up after and I'm nikki like, shows up life isn't screen. ending yet shoot yourself long, long live, live the, the new flesh <laughs> and those are the last lines of the film yes. the end what a recap <laughs> that was a yeah this movie makes n- not the most sense well so that's what i thought too and then as the days went by after my first viewing I piece some stuff together. Once you realize that we live in a society, yeah. it's it's game to. over. It really cracks this whole thing <laughs> wide open. 
This really, this truly was the first we live in a society. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, this is probably one of the first we live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why did you suggest this? Oh my god. I <laughs> when I saw it last year, I thought like there's no way anyone has seen this that I know. <laughs> like, I don't um like I don't think people should see it. <laughs> I want everyone. Everyone okay, yeah. Everyone should see it, but on their own terms. You you, you know like you have to want video. You have to welcome Videodrome into your life. I don't know. I just like the the chussy and the like the, yeah. the gun hand and new flash is just fun. That's fun, you know. Oh my Sticks God. with you. And the whipping. That's cool. Can we do a Videodrome Play-Doh Fun Factory crossover where you can make new flesh? <laughs> <laughs> you make the new flesh for ages seven and up. <laughs> do you want to talk about? Do I? Yeah. Well, your first. Well, well, Harish and history. I went and saw it at um, our local film center, Gateway, and um, it was I, a, like a, a couple months ago. Maybe it was a couple months ago. I didn't really know anything about it. It was just showing, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to go see this? Like, I think it's like this weird movie." And he was like, "Yeah, sure." So we went and had no fucking <laughs> idea about anything. Right. Literally anything and the movie started and i was like oh i don't like this and then as the movie kept going on i was like oh wait i think i'm into it and i only was able to think about it for like like you i mean obviously on this podcast i kept bringing it up several episodes after like oh video (laughs) drum because it was like all i could fucking think about and just saying the word video drum is fun yeah it's just a word that just sticks with that japanese (laughs) form But yeah, no, so. this isn't Samurai Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I just watched it a couple months ago for the first time. Molly? I saw this movie for the first time about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> How um, are you feeling? I had no idea what it was about. Right. And then you guys were like saying that you tried to explain it to other people. And then you were shocked that I hadn't seen it. Well, you know, torture so I was like, it's about this guy who discovers the torture porn stuff, and then he gets involved and tries to figure stuff out. And she was like, what? And I'm like, you gotta watch it. I can't say anything. I'm sorry. What? I should have warned you. Uh, have you not seen this? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. not that you hadn't seen it, that, like, this was going to be your first viewing. Yeah. <laughs> you know... You loved it. It's, <laughs> I, it, it was good. It's just like a weird one to yeah. watch. With right. Other pe- like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You need I don't to, know how I feel about you it You need yet. to be on your own, you I think. To, either that or in a formal setting where you cannot interact with anybody. <laughs> yeah. like, like a, a theater. theater. Yeah. I think Videodrome is meant... I feel like you have to watch it like in an isolated environment. Because it like... When I watched it like by myself... Um, it felt like I was experiencing what James Woods was going through. And like, you know, I had a trussy and it was beautiful. Uh, yeah. It, when we, I should clarify when we say chussy, <laughs> there, let's unpack the linguistics of what that means. There's a mo- there's several moments in this film where his like chest or like stomach abdominal area gets like a big slit in it. Mm-hmm. It's very vaginal. It's like a pocket. There are layers to it. Yeah. yeah. Yonic imagery. It's yonic imagery. Yeah. And like he reaches, there's some things get inserted. 
at some point he puts in a gun and then later on he pulls out a gun. Some videotapes go in there. So when we say chussy, we mean the slit in his abs. Yeah. yeah. And that comes from the colloquial term of turning anything into with plus an ussy. Yeah. Is like the chest. Any pussy. orifice <laughs> plus bussy, chussy, thrussy. Thrussy. That's the origin. Uh, thrussy is the worst one. Yeah. And Something about. But you felt that? You felt the chussy? I felt it. It was throbbing. Um, and it was it was perfect. You know, it just. You, you leave the film feeling like there's a, a gaping hole inside you. <laughs> That only video drum can fill. God, you're right. <laughs> so, it's so true. I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> and I'm moving out of this home. I don't know where to start. Here. Yeah. I yeah. have one thing sure. I want to talk about first. There's a quote in this movie I really like, and oh, I yes. bring it up a couple of times. <laughs> I also wrote down a few quotes, but you go Which first. is, um, the television screen has become the retina of the mind's eye. That's it. <laughs> and um, it's by Brian Oblivion, and then he also goes on to say, the battle for the mind of North America will be fought in the video arena, the videodrome. The television screen is the retina of the mind's eye. Therefore, the television screen is a part of the physical structure of the brain. Therefore, what appears on the television screen emerges as raw experience for those who watch it. Therefore, television is reality, and reality is less than television. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. This movie is ahead of its time in terms of oh, its for sure. message. You, you feel bad, though, because the internet drops like 10 years later. <laughs> and that kind of <laughs> changes the game. You know, like... They were like, oh, video drone? We got something. <laughs> ah, oh, like, I, yeah, I Googled that last week. <laughs> um, I hit that up on askjeeves.com. <laughs> hey, y'all got video drone over there? <laughs> hey, Siri. The Yeah, it's like... It is, know, it is very ahead of your time, yeah. Yeah. Ahead of its time, yeah. But, like, the message is relevant, but the medium they're talking about is not. Right. Like, TV... Does not have it's not as like, and especially just like broadcast television (laughs) specifically. Like, when's the last time you had rabbit ears in your home? You know, like nobody does that anymore. Yeah, I think pretty much anything they say about television in this movie could still be applied though to the internet and whatever our modern form of addiction to technology is. I just like shows that as it evolves, like. Mm. The same fear is going to yeah. exist. I just like to imagine like a smut channel today, <laughs> like <laughs> like DVRing, like just torture porn. Okay, like that's more. That's I've porn. never viewed a Cinemax film. Aren't they slightly more artistic? I've never seen a I think it's just is it porn. Isn't it is just, it just your stri- standard porn? I, think I don't know. Really? Cinemax, I feel like is porn, but not like. Hardcore porn. It's softcore yeah. porn. Yeah. Um, like there's no penetration. Can you yeah. imagine that? Yeah, you walk in and somebody's got like a video drum thing on their DVR. <laughs> well, <laughs> saving that for later. Ugh. So the the TV I missed channel, last week's. <laughs> oh, no. The TV channel on here, Civic TV, is is actually based on this TV channel in Toronto called City TV, which huh. did actually show like softcore porns, like uh, during late night hours on oh TV. Oh my god. Yeah. Nice. That was one of the trivia facts that I read. I mean, that is a pretty classic, like, 
you know, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Were they like, serialized? Like trope? Were they like <laughs> antenna ears around? Like the well, kids are watching TV and they're not like, "Let's just get that, a booby." But like, if you <laughs> just like if you Hold on still. TV after ten p.m., it's gonna have some sex on. Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny that they had to like broadcast that to satisfy. The in, in the eighties, what what is considered like late night? Like, like th- this is when porn comes on. Ten? I, I think I don't know when did the porno theater doors you, open. Ten is when you send the kids to bed. When are whacking hours? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just to think that like that was a nation's need so much they're like, fuck, we gotta broadcast it, yeah. I right. guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seems really silly. But so theoretically <laughs> are we to believe that people weren't jacking off until like whatever this came on like oh i gotta wait until video drum comes well, on at I mean, 11 you had like magazines and yeah. stuff magazines. and like videotapes you, could buy, video you tapes. could buy a tape can you imagine watching theaters where you could go and jack in the back you can go watch a porn other that's not real the you weren't allowed to like <laughs> whack it but like you were allowed to watch the movie i don't think you were allowed to go whack the it they were at least doing some rubbing they were doing some rubbing. Fred Willard, you know him? Yeah. No. He got in trouble a few years back because he was whacking it in an adult theater. For yeah. whacking it, yeah. yeah. But in the 80s? In the 80s, I don't know. Have there you seen Taxi Driver? all over the place. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I've seen an American werewolf in London and someone just turned into a werewolf in there, so anything can go That's if fair. you ask me. Yeah. In Taxi Driver, he takes his date to, <laughs> to a foreign theater. <laughs> But yeah, so like but it was like yeah. enough of a need to warrant like these kinds of things. Yeah. But like if you think about it, it's like that's pretty profitable. Oh yeah, I mean like they say like that's your market. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like he knows his audience, and right. I. It is interesting, like from an economic standpoint, like how much is he making? Like wh- wh- where is the mo- is the advertising? There's no advertising discussed. Yeah. You know, like who. Right. It, you got to assume that's how the profit's coming in. Yeah. But who's yeah. advertising on a channel like that? I don't know. Is Burger King running an ad like during smut hour? I, sure I feel like so. that kind of thought is very relevant to modern day too. Yeah, Cause right. like a lot of like websites are like that where it's mm. like we got to find or like not even websites, just like people just online are like, oh, we got to find the creepiest thing or like the 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 grossest thing, yeah. you know. This is a very sex positive movie. Yeah. Yes. Which is like crazy because yeah. it's so wild. But it's all for like, hey, you do you. Right. Yeah. But it's also like, don't be a nasty like. Sex pest. Sex pest. <laughs> uh, like a violent asshole. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, I will say I'm curious about. And I don't know if it's just because, like, it's, like, speaking to his character, but he's so, um, and I don't know if maybe it's because, like, he had, before, like, the movie happens, like, it's, like, kind of assumed that he had already seen some of these video drums, like, broadcast, but he's so immediately invested in Videodrome. Like, the mm-hmm. second he sees it, he's like, ooh, wait, I'm interested in this for our right. audience, maybe they'll like it. It's, like... Why is he like so instantly into something so fucked up like that? Because he's well, only showing softcore porn to his audiences. It's not like he's looking he's for. He's like, also the showing violence, thing. but like yeah. this he is, is like, showing the combination violence. of yeah. sex and. It's, but it's like just smut. crazy that it's, he's so into it. It's uh, 
he just hasn't seen anything like that. Yeah. He's he's never seen anything that's like basically like there's no plot to Videotrome. It's just like it's random torture. violence. It's just like basically snuff films. It's what he's been waiting for. Right. Something experimental that like pe- that there isn't a market for yet. Yeah. I don't know. It's always just been like a when I like ever since I saw it, I've been like, why did he like that so much? giant pervert he, is. he pierces debbie harry's ears yeah and it's sexy yeah it's <sighs> it's not but it's not. <laughs> well he pierces the one and then he pierces the other one and then he goes back and like sucks on the other one you gotta assume uh, there's any like licks the needle does he leave right. anything in the one ear hole because like i noticed the he second leaves, ear he leaves the second ear he leaves the needle okay sitting in but it. nothing in the first one No, because he's sucking on it because he takes the same needle out licks it then sticks it in her second ear sterile <laughs> and she james is, woods saliva is she is sterile. like losing her mind to this yeah. too she, uh, she loves really it. Feeling it. So into and it. i just say when i got my ears pierced at claire's it was nothing <laughs> like that nothing i wanted to read a quote from david cronenberg that i read on this on a random article because i was start that i just gotta say i never knew what cronenberg looked like until just like 30 minutes ago i googled it mm-hmm. is he hot he looks exactly like i thought he would okay continue I look this wait does he have that hair where there's a lot around the sides no, but no. <laughs> he looks very lynchian to me yeah he yeah. just looks like david lynch you um, ever seen that one meme where it's like i made this cheat sheet david lynch big head on like alien body david cronenberg exploding heads david byrne tiny head big suit is something like can that. you find that and send oh, it to me yeah. please <laughs> all right cronenberg quote go so oh this quote that i read it's from this article that's titled why video drum feels more relevant today than ever and so it opens with this quote from david cronenberg which is uh when he's referring to the movie dead ringers from 1998 which he directed the quote is since i see technology as being an extension of the human body it is inevitable that it should come home to roost i think that's that's a good explanation of kind of some of the things that happen in this movie because like cronenberg sees technology as just an extension of humanity which is very evident in this movie because like it's the the movie's basically about how <laughs> how television and people interact and it gets to the point where that is becomes expressed by the fact that this dude just literally has a video tape slit in his chest that he can put videotapes in what so. came first video drum or teletubbies <laughs> I think they both have a lot to say. I assume it's Videodrome. <laughs> I want to think it's Videodrome. Hold Maybe f- Teletubbies was inspired oh. by... <laughs> that baby son? Yeah, that's Cronenbergian. Robert right. Pattinson has been in two David Cronenberg movies. Oh, wow, really? really? Yeah, um, Cosmopolis from 2012 and Map to the Stars in 2014. Wow. I've never heard of either of them. Me neither. I've heard of Cosmopolis. It's about him and he's in a car. I think the whole movie is, is uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson in a car and he's being driven to some place or something. Hmm. Yeah. But in relevance to that Cronenberg quote, I think that that's pretty okay. Um, I wanted to bring up, because like in the Signal episode, I was talking about how much I fucking hate when movies are like, oh, technology bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. And... 
I don't think this movie necessarily means it's bad. Yeah, I don't think so it's either. It's definitely just being like, hey, we've got like a weird relationship we with this yeah. shit. Don't let it corrupt you. Yeah. You know, but you, stay you, woke. Like, be, <laughs> be aware. Yeah. Like, this can get bad. Um, which I think is interesting. And I, I love this movie. And it's, it, I just don't see it as such a negative reading. It's just like, a I don't, I don't see it as negative either because like he starts out as, uh, I'm looking for Videodrome and then he figures out, like he finds out that Videodrome is like all fake and it's produced by these random people who are trying to control people. And then he like turns against them, yeah. but he's still like the new flesh is still referring to television when yeah. he says long live the new flex she's talking about television you know so like it, it's not like negative on that it's uh, i well, don't know i think he's it's more like negative on like people i think i think the more the movie is like uh people are looking for violence and uh stuff is going to desensitize people and that's how people are being controlled um but I don't think it's it's saying that all of television is negative or technology just is just kind negative. of like be conscious of what you're consuming. Right. Yeah. Which is actually really relevant. Yeah. To today. Oh, now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did write a few write down a few quotes of, that I thought were pretty relevant. So, well, the first thing that I wrote down was from the interview at the beginning where Brian Oblivion says, soon we will all have television names. He says that his mm. name is, his real name is not Brian Oblivion. Brian Oblivion is just his television name. <laughs> That's really true now. And yeah. soon we will all have, te- have television names, which is exactly true. What's like, the last time you had your real name on your Twitter? On Twitter, everyone has a username yeah. for online. There's, there's like no one ever, like people sometimes use their real name, but mostly it's just like your n- username. Well, there was this weird phase. If we're translating like internet meaning basically to the modern time of what this was going for right is that there was like this weird time like, like myspace era where like your name wasn't really your name tr- like uh, your username or whatever but then we went back to hey you're you use your real name you got to be yourself yes. like because facebook really rose and it was just like n- your name is right there but and then even on twitter and stuff but then like lately especially in these recent years a huge movement has been like take your name off your shit again. oh yeah for sure but also build your own brand. Build your brand. And don't make it that. around your goddamn name. No, yeah. <laughs> it's around your devastating. username, yeah. It's I basically like your stage name just on the internet. Yeah. This is a good time to introduce ourselves because we forgot to again. Ah! Uh, and my name is Harish. I'm Samantha. I'm Molly. I'm Adam. But you won't find literally any of us on any of our Twitters yeah. at those names. Right. And there are like people that I follow on Twitter who I only know as their twitter name yeah. i don't know their real name oh at all oh my god for oh sure. my there are people who have i have like had conversations with online who i literally only know by their <laughs> twitter name or their username right. or whatever it is this and, is devastating yeah. me yeah. the long yeah the longer you sit with this movie the more you're like yeah. <laughs> it's exactly no, accurate. We live in a yeah. society. We live in a society. All right, wake up. I saw it. I was like, good, five stars. But then, like, no. <laughs> Sam was like, I thought about it for weeks. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to think about this. You were wrong. <laughs> that is not correct. Yeah. It's um, like that. Right. Um, <laughs> that is vi- that video vine where that girl's drinking Lacroix. She's like, eh, well. <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> 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 that. Oh god. Something's gonna happen. You're gonna be like, video drum. 
Yeah. This is devastating me. I gotta go. <laughs> well, I'm getting a flip phone. Do you want me to say the let's next say, one? Let's talk more about this. I want to be wrecked. So, uh, my next one that I had was when when he goes to the cathode ray mission, and then he talks to Bianca Oblivion, and she is talking about how yeah. I think even that in itself, before you read your quote, yeah, yeah, um, treating television as such a necessity, like food and water for right. people who don't mm-hmm. have access to it, is a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. And, and you're also sure. like, is it really that important? You're like, well, people should have TV. And it's very understated. Yeah. Like, it's, right. It's just a it, part of their society. It is. And can you imagine, like, eat, regardless of how much you hated it, like, not knowing what happened in Game of Thrones this season. (laughs) (laughs) Being so out of touch. Yeah, like you can't even read an article about what happened. Which brings me to my quote, which is from Bianca Oblivion, which she says, watching TV will patch them into the world's mixing board. (sighs) And like, that is so true in modern day, because like, literally, even just having an email address gives you so much more power than someone who does not have an email address in... You know, you gotta just being have that connected email to, to the get internet. those accounts. Yeah. So, like in modern day, it wouldn't be like a TV, sh- uh, like cathode ray mission. It would just be an internet cafe. 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 Yeah. In uh, business school, we had to do this project <laughs> where um, there was it was like a a case study. It was like, oh, you and your buddies get together and you're like, there's so much wasted food in all these campus cafes. What do we do with it? And they're like, well, let's turn it into vending machines that like uh, lower income people can go and like get the food in these vending machines like all around Columbus. And you have to come up with like how it's going to work. And uh, it it suggested like, oh yeah, there'll just be an app where you like go in and you check in with it Mm -hmm. to get the food from it. And then you, you like realize when you're doing the case, you're like, wait, not everybody has smartphones, right. you know? They like, had to, um, for Lyman um, Bird, they had to do these like cards that you could get because you could used to only be able to um, access those by doing scooters and then... Um, by doing... Or Sorry, by using... <laughs> you can only use the scooters um, by using an app on your phone, app, but they had to yeah. say like, that's exclusionary. Not yeah. everybody has that. You have to right. use like a card issued by the company. Oh, yeah. But, that's crazy. But then... It also is like a double standard because like you also don't realize how many people actually do have smartphones. Mm-hmm. You just assume right. poor people don't. But like right. there are a lot of pe- like maybe older generation phones. But like at this point, a lot of people have them because mm-hmm. you have to. You have to. Like I remember a few years ago, um, it was actually like several years ago. I was like reading online. There was like a picture of Obama like probably like doing some dishes at a soup kitchen or something like that. And there was a picture of like someone like a homeless man, like at the soup kitchen who is holding up his phone and taking a picture of Obama at the soup kitchen. And then like, it was basically like a conservative thing of like, Oh, "Oh, this homeless guy has a smartphone. Oh, so smart. But then like, um, the article that I was reading was basically about how like, yeah, if, even if you're homeless, like having a smartphone is such a great asset because yeah. like it allows you to be able to like apply for jobs and like get like 
it, it gives you something that connects you to the world, like that patches you into the world's there, mixing board, you know? Oh there so. are, um, I was, Adam Conover from Adam Ruins Everything has a podcast called Factually. Yeah. And I was listening to it and they had, he had this guy on here who's like, basically his mission is that he um, records these like video essays with um, homeless people and post them online and like helps get like awareness of like right. just the state because he himself used to be homeless and stuff but one of like the big foundations that he advocates is literally just giving people like they will just buy smartphones load them with minutes and just give them to homeless people oh, yeah. that's all they do they don't like try to they just like they're like here's your smartphone here's your smartphone because like just having that resource is that's like great. more beneficial than like anything else we them. take they them so for granted yeah like <laughs> That, right. This is like the encyclopedia, every you know, like yeah. the world's knowledge at our fingertips. And it's yeah. not it's crazy. If, like you can get a low-level smartphone for mm-hmm. fairly cheap that you can just like load with minutes. You don't have to do like the expensive plan like most of us do. So if like you do it right, like you're still tapped in and it's still kind of affordable. Even like well, not aff- I don't want to call it affordable, but because like being homeless, there are like a lot of other things that you have to take into account but oh, like yeah. there's a it's prioritized more than a lot of things right because it's it's so vital yeah connecting to the internet is like definitely like gives you like uh, just a more context to a lot of things than without like the, there there is some country in europe i don't remember i for some reason i think it is belgium but i don't think it is but uh, there is like a few countries in Europe where there are like uh, internet is a human right, and so they like make it to where like all Wi Fi is like free, right? Yeah, people like have a human right to some speed of internet connection, um, and that like they wrote it in their like laws that That's this incredible. is a human right. Yeah, so like you need at least this much um, level speed of internet connection to to can you like, imagine survive. explaining this to cronenberg in 83 when this can be like you thought that right. wait till you see 2019 <laughs> he's still alive i'm sure he has a smartphone well yeah oh, but like sure. you don't know that. like not him now obviously because <laughs> yeah. he lived through the whole development yeah. but him then you're just being like wait <laughs> we're really gonna blow the top off this thing my dude <laughs> he's like what movie am i gonna write next Video right drum two electric, <laughs> electric boogaloo, boogaloo. <laughs> there's only the one joke i feel like the sequel to videodrome is going to be one of my recommendations which is the album a brief inquiry into online relationships <laughs> by the 1975 sponsored content please I, listen to that i album. feel like that's actually kind of really related <laughs> yeah what do you think i know i talk about it a lot yeah. but it's relevant i listened to it episode. all the way through again like yesterday fuck man like, chef's kiss <laughs> i have it on tape and i listen to it on like tape a lot I see it. i've been staring well at that's it. a record oh, yeah but she also has yeah I, I yeah but i, I have it on a that. variety of mediums <laughs> as you should and, and on your I, pants on the pants you're wearing <laughs> yeah I'm, like, I'm wearing my 1975 pants right now um but i also i bought a backup tape 
in case something happened in my first tape. In case you go crazy and smash the first one. Exactly, in case it turns into a mound of living flesh. <laughs> or if you get a stussy hands. and put it in there. And if I had a stussy, it. that is the only... I'm wearing a fanny pack oh, right now, which is basically a chussy. There we go. Yeah. If I had a chussy, I would just exclusively put my tape in there. <laughs> That's all I would have, just so it could be that much closer to my heart. Oh. <laughs> um, did you have any more quotes? Because I had some I had more. one more, but you can... Go in quotes. We'll, we'll finish the quotes, and then we'll go into Wait, I want to talk more about this like patching people in that's yeah, so yeah, yeah. neat like what a concept right right i don't think it's a solution but i think it doesn't hurt it's yeah it's it's not the only thing you need to survive but it's it's definitely like it gives you internet's becoming just more and more essential though. right for sure like literally yeah. anything that you need to find information about is on the internet your I fridge know the has hours. wi-fi now yeah. yeah, the Internet your of Things. Takes your girls phone. tweeting, <laughs> <laughs> which is why libraries are so great mm. <laughs> because, yeah. like, you can go into a library and just log on to the internet, even if you're homeless and mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, I don't know. I just wanted to bring up <laughs> plug in libraries, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Support your local library. Hell yeah! What's Read your next? Uh, so my last quote, which uh, I don't know, uh, but this is from when uh, the uh, Masha is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, Masha. She is warning uh, Max about Videodrome and she says it has a philosophy and that's what makes it dangerous. And I wrote that down because like it reminded me of modern day on the case of when we're talking about like the internet. Uh, a lot of kids are on the internet and like are don't really have any views or philosophies or anything but like uh the people like alt-right people who actually have a philosophy they are more dangerous and then that's what like like a like in this movie the main character james woods's character is basically a, a version of a kid on the internet just looking for cool things i'm just looking for something cool on the internet and then i stumble upon this youtube video that is talking to me about how sjw's are evil he's definitely and, a freak already though yeah like, he is a sex pest for sure <laughs> but like that's I, who gets targeted you know like, yeah <laughs> your true. mind's already leaning vulnerable that way. sex pests like in this like he's he's he doesn't really have any views he's like kind of a nihilist but like those are the people who will be um uh, like become obsessed with something like video drum or something that has a philosophy that is bad and that's what makes it dangerous so that's that's why i wrote down that and why i think that's yeah. relevant you know oh yeah that's good Beautiful. what is video drum's philosophy <laughs> i don't know violence it's just consuming like just let it happen i don't the thing is, I love this movie, but I don't really understand what Videodrome is supposed to be telling me to believe. Barry Convex talks about how um, he wants Channel 83 to be the first actual transmission of Videodrome. Mm. And I think the goal with that was, uh, he says, like, it's going to be really popular for a while. It's going to destroy these perverts and right. wipe them out. Yeah. Because that's the only people that were watching Channel 83. Yeah, you're right. Because like Videodrome, it it the way they talk about it, it like infects people and then creates a brain tumor that basically makes them control like controlled 
because like uh what's the name james woods's character gets to a point in the middle of the movie where they can control him like barry convex just puts in um a vhs tape and then he he goes and shoots his uh bosses at the tv station so like i think the goal with videodrome is to control people and that's why they want to get it actually on tv on channel 83 yeah okay i get that i'll accept that (laughs) why no i'm just saying like that sounds right yeah (laughs) i believe it i buy it yeah i buy that that. so when the first time i viewed this movie for some reason i brought this up earlier i had this like reading when i was like leaving the movie that this was like about stan culture okay (laughs) yeah i did want to ask you about this because you mentioned this while we were watching um I don't really have my exact thoughts from the initial one, initial thought, but, and obviously like stand culture wasn't even a thing then. Like, yeah, there were like super fans and stuff, but I wouldn't quite call it like stand culture until, you know, the recent years. But like, I saw it as like James Wood's character basically gets hypnotized by this video dream thing to like execute its plan. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Right. Stand culture fucking does like, ride or die for anything for whoever it is or whatever it is that they're standing. Right. But then ultimately almost always it comes to its peak. And then there's like this, like the, whatever it, whatever that the culture is like worshiping has this like really quick, like downfall. Right. But like they will still even like a lot of stands will still die along with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Stan- if we're talking about Stan culture and we're referencing the song Stan. I'm not I'm referencing the original Stan. By Eminem. But <laughs> if you listen to the song, the song is about a guy who is super obsessed with Eminem to the point where when Eminem does not respond to him, he turns on Eminem and is like, why the fuck are you yeah. like this? Yeah. I am be- I am like, you're my idol and like i hate you now because you're not responding to me and then he he like kills his girlfriend and like does bad shit because of eminem but like it's also like hey uh this is something that you taught me and you suck and i hate you but like it 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 starts out i'm obsessed with you and then i hate you and so like what you're talking about is exactly like in the origin of the term stan the song stan by eminem being a stan is voluntary brainwashing. It is. <laughs> and this movie is voluntary brainwashing. Yes. Like, he didn't realize that what he was watching was necessarily brainwashing, but, like, he didn't have to continue to watch this. Like, he wanted to. Right. And, um, like, I just, I don't know, when I came out of that movie, I was like, oh, my God. It, uh, my mind always goes to Ariana Grande stands because they're fucking oh insane. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, they're just, <laughs> they, like, they are the insane. worst. So are Barb's, though. Nicki Bar- Minaj Oh, God, Barb's. And uh, Beyonce stands are probably, the cra- like, they're the most aggressive, oh, yeah. I think. But um, one I can think. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get attacked by the whole beehive no. oh no okay. but like, <laughs> thank you Adam. you're throw a lemon at me stands are stands, <laughs> you're just gonna get pelted with lemon stuff. but like I think like my mind it's like almost like this kind of predicted stand culture um, because like I just think that this whole like ride or die mentality is fucking insane like the willingness to just like defend somebody who doesn't even know you exist and will not defend you 
Yeah. And I, my mind always automatically went to Ariana Grande because she's had so many instances where her fans have done very toxic things to other people. And Ariana herself has done nothing to shut it down. And she's just like passively letting it happen. Right. And like, I'm just like waiting. Like I, I think Ariana for the most part is like a good, but I do think that she has her faults. Mm-hmm. And at cer- at a certain point, like something like there's going to be some sort of downfall or like, you know, distrust because her fans will defend her to like the end of the fucking earth. Someone, blew up her concert and people yeah. <laughs> but no i'm talking about just personally like i yeah. feel like she's gonna do something in like that's going to like uh like either she's got to condemn her fans and then there's gonna be something or she's like gonna just like allow more stuff that's gonna cause like a she's like the biggest yeah. superstar right now there's gonna be some sort of downfall so she doesn't seem like a good person yeah, yeah. I think fine. she's okay. But um because like there was this blogger who called her out for something, I don't remember what. I think she kind of called her like low key cultural appropriation or something like that. Um. And her fans like docs, like not docs, but like because uh, this woman was a blogger, so she's doxing herself. They like threatened her and like insulted her and like basically told her to kill herself and stuff like that. Jesus. And Ariana Grande messaged the girl the blogger and was like yeah but the things you were saying about me weren't that nice <laughs> she like defended her fans and stuff yeah, so like there's just a certain like mentality of brainwash that i was just like this exists right. and it's not le- you know not torture porn but like people just like tune into like that they there's so many people who just like dedicate their lives to this one thing and that's just their whole life. So for some reason, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is the commentary I've yeah. been looking for. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see that. That's my yeah. I don't think, you know, that's definitely not why this movie was created, but I think it's a fun modern reading. Right. Of it. That's, that's a good reading. This live chat is for video drummers and bad bitches. <laughs> 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 Have you seen that video of Bebe Rexha? No. Oh, she, she's like doing an Instagram live. And I guess somewhat, maybe multiple people in the comments of the Instagram live are like being gross and pervy. And, um, she, she's just like, if you're a pervert, get the fuck out of my live chat. <laughs> this, this, this live chat is for Rexars and bad bitches only. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is for video drummers. Pick a side. But yeah, that was my whole spiel that I had. That's hot video drum summer. It's, <laughs> Hot drummer. Hot drummer. Hot, hot chessy summer. I have a weird video drum fact. Yes. yes. So as I said before we were recording, I think, uh, the way I found out about this movie is from a song. It's called New Flesh. Mm-hmm. Great title. Long By who? Uh, Current Joys. Um, it's a vehicle of this guy. His name's Nick Radigan. He also has this other band called Surf Curse. Great band. Um, anyway, so found this song. <laughs> Uh, the line is like, listen to Videodrome and lost my mind. Um, and you, the first line of this song you'd like is like, I listen to The Cure and then I cry. Oh, <laughs> you, man. You, you, Why'd you point at me? I, I, know, I know you like The Cure. I do. Yeah, as you should. As everyone should. <laughs> uh, but I the reason seen. the reason the, that song and that band like became known is because it was that song was in Emma Greer's one of like that vine girl who like died of cancer in one of her last vines. Who was this? And like Videodrome like gives you brain tumors. <gasps> yeah. Was, like, was there like a conspiracy? I don't thing? know. There should be. Yeah. That's crazy. That song got a lot of streams after that vine. 
because she like died right after. Huh. Yeah. Crazy. What what vines did she do? I don't know. She was like, I just remember her. I was never big on the vine scene. Right. And I think I I'm better for it. <laughs> I think I came out on top. I like to thank myself for <laughs> not. I successfully avoided MagCon, and I, I'm I'm all right. Good for you. Yeah. That's all. So that's how you discovered that? Is yeah. it got popular because of that? Yeah. Because of that vibe. I'm curious if I've heard this song and I don't know I have. Possibly. Ooh. I don't know how many streams I have. Let me pull it up, maybe. Did you get that song? It's just not loading. I'm sorry. You, you can listen to it on your own time. We'll listen to it on our own time. Yeah, it's um, fine. We'll put, a, we'll put a clip of it in. Right here. Right. And that, oh, was a that was a clip. Um, I want to talk about the fucking prosthetics and stuff in this movie. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. They're fucking good. <laughs> they are good. <laughs> That's my statement. <laughs> the um, radical statement you got there. They're grotesque without being repulsive. Um, does that make? <laughs> s- I don't find them particularly repulsive. Like, yeah, even his chesty. Like, are we numb? We might be numb. Actually, you think that this would have been like in 1983? Yeah, you're right. It probably was Maybe. a little traumatic. But yeah. I also they're not like particularly bloody. There is some slime. Um, right. but like, I love that shit. You though. love this, yeah. But like. I don't, it's not horrific to watch them. It's like intriguing somehow. Yeah. But you do make a good point that we are probably a little more numb. Like, ah, you Cronenberg. Like, I'm waiting for, I love it. It's good. And they're all practical, which is just It's all practical, yeah. The artistry. It looks really good. At a certain point, watch those like rods come from his finger and like break through his hand. And even just watching that is not awful to watch. It's almost pretty. Yeah, you're just like, you're so Impressed. interested. It's the yeah. They're well. They're like cables. Yeah. It's cables connecting the phone, the 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 gun to mm, his hand yeah. to him. Check out his hand. Gun hand. Yeah. Oh my god! Is this where that Twenty One Pilots song comes from? Guns for hand. Yeah. Well, in a way, you're rooting for the new Flash. So it's <laughs> sure. long live. Long live. But like, I just. I'm so amazed at. I I think the gross, the most gross part is the part where um, the eyeglasses guy gets shot and he like dissolves. Yeah. That part is fucking insane. But even that, like you're watching yeah. like guts and stuff form and stuff, but it's not gross. It, I Are mean, you it's gross. About when convex size, yeah, yeah. very convex. Because there's really? not. I think the key here is that there's not a lot of blood involved in this movie. Think about it. There's not Yeah, there's not a lot of blood, but there is like the flesh yeah. stuff. It's like, more fixated on the fleshiness. Yeah. Yeah, well, it starts out with the gun like going into his skin with the wires and then like um when we see the gun again later, it's like um it's like kind of grafted into his skin and his skin has grown on top of that. And it looks like really gross. And you don't see any blood in yeah. the videodrome tapings none yeah. i don't know why yeah maybe it was just maybe they just Cheaper. didn't want to spend money on the blood <laughs> we're out of the dental dams damn it <laughs> but yeah i think it's so cool because like all of this is very tolerable to watch but it's so like just crazy yeah. it's upsetting too just, yeah the first time you see that that chessy you're like what <laughs> the fuck 
gun hand. Yeah. Oh my god, is this where that 21 Pilot song comes from? Guns for hand? Yeah. And then he inserts it. It's real sexual. And you're like, I'm kind of into this. I um, I don't know what made me think of this, but the reason I love that scene where he's whipping the TV mm-hmm. and it, it goes from Nikki and it turns into Masha. Because I think what it's saying there is like, you know, having consensual sexual violence is cool if you're two both parties are into it. Right. But it when you step back and think about like, would you treat all women like this? Would you treat like a nice old lady like Masha like that? No. You know, it's like you got to think about the long term consequences of like the shit you watch and like the stuff you do. Yeah. 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 Right. You're, you're thinking right now, aren't you? Right. This is great. Yeah. I love talking about this movie. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Like um, some things are like, okay when they're like in context. Yeah. But if you expand that to just like daily life, that's not right. going to be no. okay. You can't walk around whipping ladies. Right. right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bad. That's a good point. And also, I think it's like a consensual thing, too, because for Nikki, that is something she mm-hmm. wants. But for Masha, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. And it that's also makes it a little more horrific because he knows that. He knows that. And he, he's sending her. She she's down with these like Apollo and Dionysus videos, with it, which are, you know, Cute. can't you know, can't be a little boobies are hanging out, you know, right. <laughs> very playful. And he's like, yeah, can you go over to this sex cult? They'll probably kill you. But like, can you get me these tapes? It's like. No, like right. Have some respect. Do you um do you know the YouTuber Contrapoints? No. Uh, there's this YouTuber Contrapoints um and she she's trans and she does like a lot of just leftist videos mm-hmm. um and she has a video about uh incels and she talks about uh she does a lot of research about like just incels and then the way they uh they're like they have their own like language like they have like wrist cells or people who like think their wrists are just too small and that's why they can't attract girls and like (laughs) they they have this like whole like different type of vocabulary and she talks about how there's that same type of there's um uh there's a different part of 4chan where like it's, it's specifically like trans people talking um, and like basically putting down each other and saying, Oh, you, you don't look um, Mm. like the, the gender that you're trying to look. And like, it's, it's all negative. And she was talk she talks about how like once she started researching that, like it, it kind of infected her mind to where like she would just be out like in, daily life and then be like judging people like just in her head um based on like just vocabulary that um just researching incels like put into her head so like um that's an interesting i just thought that was like an interesting point that you brought up that like something that like um might seem okay like i mean obviously like incel stuff is like not okay even in like a safe space (laughs) yeah Uh, it, like 4chan or whatever but like that kind <laughs> of oh safest of spaces um, <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> sudden <laughs> but like if if you're in a uh if you are like hanging out with friends um and you like use terms that are like that that's okay with your friends like that will still like affect the way you think mm-hmm. and to where like it'll affect the way you act 
outside, like in the real world. And so that's a good point. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's like incels have always existed. Right. Since the dawn of time. But now they have a place to coexist and meet each other and be like, yo, it's whack that we can't have sex. (laughs) (laughs) You know, go on. No, you go ahead. No, it's just like the reason they're so dangerous right now is because they're linking up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because of the internet. I feel like that's true for every kind of like, and I don't want to say like, because it's what's it's not marginalized is the word, but for like like the opposite almost. Yeah, no, no, no. But like specific groups, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Identity. It's, it's just. Like identity. I, I mean, like subcultures. What's the, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, of people, and even like kind of what we we're talking about earlier, like white nationalists right. and like people who are really, really hateful. Like they have like kind of groups of their own, but um where we're at right now like a lot of those voices are becoming more mainstream and can be um broadcast across like a wider variety of um public platforms like that could be accessed by anyone so it's really kind of horrifying to think about like how public hate is now right and i know it's always been there and it's always affected people of like marginalized identities like specifically and individually but I think the internet has brought it to like such a mass scale on the forefront of like culture right. that people are seeing it like all the time and way more frequently. So it's like really, really a lot more difficult in our perceptions of that. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The internet has definitely affected life. You know, we've talked about this on previous episodes. Oh my God. But, um, yeah, it is very relevant to this movie. Um, you know, anything you say to me will stay strictly between you and the internet. <laughs> so, in this movie, obviously, they say, like, Videodrome isn't being broadcasted and they're planning on broadcasting yeah. it and whatnot. But, like, nowadays, what we just saw as Videodrome is not hard to find. I haven't seen the ISIS beheading video, but you can yeah. see it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I think there's more than one. It's not <laughs> hard to find like horrible videos like that online. Yeah. yeah. So like their whole thing of um, basically kind of like taking out who is like interested in that. You know what I mean? It's like nowadays people who aren't even interested in that stuff like end up looking at it just out of general curiosity Mm -hmm. and then like never looking at it again. Right. So like is that that's bad, right? What? That we we can do that? That we can look at it at all? Yeah. Is that bad? (sighs) I think I think it's bad that that kind of stuff exists. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's I wouldn't say that, like, I don't know. It depends on the context. But, like, I feel like if if you, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like it's bad that you can easily find it. Because I don't think it's, it's bad to have um, horrific violence just, like, like available. Like, it, I don't think it's bad to acknowledge that something exists. But I think it is bad that it does exist. And you know what I mean? We can we live in a society ourselves to death. Yeah, we but do. like the internet has a lot of good qualities too. Oh yeah, we've right. talked Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we deep dove into it. He's right in the movie that like 
it does give an outlet for people. Yeah. You know. When I think about not like torture porn and stuff, but like violent <laughs> video games. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like to argue that, you know, it's really bad and stuff, but actually like studies have shown that whenever big violent video games are released that like things like crime actually statistically go down and stay down. There is a line in this movie where um I think it's the scene where uh Masha is trying to sell him on the Greek whatever yeah. Dionysus tape and she's like, Oh, what you want is too violent and he's like better on T V than on the mm-hmm. streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's literally um once again to uh, reference factually which is Adam Conover's podcast they had a whole thing about video games and violence and how people like to blame media for violence and stuff like that and studies haven't shown that there's like a causation of like that it's an outlet they people don't actually believe that it's quite the outlet that everyone like that people d- the defendant say it is but it is a thing that keeps people who do bad things off the streets so not only have they found that video games violent video games have helped with that but like violent movies when a violent movie is released actually crime decreases mm. in the areas that it's shown huh. because just at least even if it's just for like that few hours because they're they're distracted and enjoying this media instead of coming out and inciting like violence on other people right and it's not saying that we have to like constantly have media to brainwash them but it's like it's it is giving an outlet and a distraction um and it's not it's like they like i said they haven't quite like come out and say like there is a causation but there's a huge huge correlation in that violent media is actually not bad and it does not make people do bad things if any if anything it has statistically decreased bad things Mm. which is just crazy so like yeah. it's not an inaccurate statement that he says. Right. Right. But that's okay. all media that's like made. I think that's real life horror is like a different thing. Um uh we should finish up our wrap final up. thoughts on these. But uh before I I just wanted to bring up I did I read an article like uh, recently about the Purge movies mm. and it was written by this guy named Leslie Lee the 3rd. Uh, look for him on Twitter. Um, but uh, it, it was basically about how the Purge movies are scary because everything that happens in the Purge movie is is something that could happen just in your daily life. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the Purge is that it's all happening on the same night <laughs> rather than spread out over the yeah. course of the entire year. And so, like, uh, when you were talking about how, like, a violent movie, like, reduces crime like that just reminded me of the purge and how purge movies and stuff like that i i i think personally that if something like a purge were to happen in real life that that would not work it would not if anything it would give people a taste for it (laughs) you know what i mean like the plot of the movie though like it's not supposed to work it's just supposed to make like yeah 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 in in the later movies it it turns out that like they're they're basically hiring like militias to kill Mm. poor people and that's what the point of the purge is for the government um because like most people like if you have like everything is legal for the day everyone would just be doing drugs like no one would go around and killing people they would just be just doing drugs insane I'd rich rip the tag off a mattress <laughs> yeah <laughs> rip the tag off a mattress <laughs> <laughs> like literally like rich people would be trying to kill people right but, like yeah. poor people would just be like stealing food and doing drugs like right. that's all uh, they'd stay in their house chill but yeah that's for 
another that's when we do the purge featuring the purge. ethan hawk <laughs> yeah um you but so do we i've never seen that do we have any final thoughts on this before we go into our i'd break segments? into sea world and free all the animals where are you gonna put them the ocean um <laughs> good point my f- uh, final thought is uh trade shows are whack trade shows are whack that's true <laughs> oh i like those other quotes we don't have to unpack those we can do this in the morning after but the two quotes are from like medici which is like the theme of the oh, yeah. last yeah. trade show love comes in at the eye and the eye is the window of the soul which right. i really like how that connects back to um oblivion's I quote f- about I um television screens and eyes i and feel like that. i've heard like right. the eye is the window of the soul like yeah, I mean, that's so, just a general... It's just a very popular quote. Popular thing. Maybe what we watch and choose to indulge in through media is a reflection of who we are. Wow. <laughs> I guess wow. so. <laughs> wow. I know it's real subtle, but... I don't know. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, like, I don't consume the Big Bang Theory. You know? <laughs> we like, all have at one point. We have. Like, I'm, Adam, wait, are you wearing a Bazinga t-shirt? <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, I I don't identify as a Big Bang head, you know? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <Bang head. laughs> uh, yeah, I, what we choose to consume is us. That's yeah, true. No, I actually Bro. agree with that. <laughs> like, I was being kind of douchey about I it, know, but yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. like pretty yeah. accurate statement no, like, no, I got you. Right. Right. our interests are kind of like part of what defines us right. I so think this movie does an interesting job with that our normal segment is what would you do if you were in the movie <laughs> but I don't know if that applies for this movie really I mean, if I mean it kind of does but it's kind of weird though because like he doesn't control his actions for a good yeah. majority of this movie he's it's not a normal horror movie where yeah. he's trying to escape from some sort of threat yeah like he's uh, this uh, when you call it a horror, I was like, it's not horror, but we discovered it because of it. It is kind of this horror. Is absolutely a horror. It's, movie. it's, it's weird. Horror. It's body this is horror. Terrifying. Um, but it's like not scary to me. It's Anyways, not really. Um, yeah. it's like a drama that's gross. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I had such a hard time like picking. Yeah. And then I remembered that this movie existed. I was like, that yeah, like it's body because. horror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he doesn't even if you all the characters in this movie are being controlled at some point. Like there is not a lot of, um, self-aware until the very, like, I don't even think in the very end that he's quite, you know, consciously making his choices. Yeah. So like there really is no, what would you do here? Right. Do you concur? Oh, what I was on Twitter. I'm sorry. What did you say? If there's a, there like, what would you do? Doesn't really apply here. Sure. (laughs) No, I f- no, I feel like that's true. You know, like it's All a very right. specific uh, character motivation. L- l- let's mold the question. Okay. If you knew that video drum existed, just like the pure like. Oh man. Would you watch? No, it? no. You said you'd watch the ring tape. How is this different? Did I say I'd oh, watch the ring tape? I would watch the <laughs> ring did. tape for sure. I think so. I, I don't believe I would. I would watch the ring tape. I probably wouldn't watch video drum just because. Like I, I'm not really interested in that kind of like. Yeah, I don't want to see that no. films. I've never like learned even like just like the normal we, like two girls one cup that yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> Still like, never seen it. I haven't seen any oh, of those. Really? I've uh. seen two girls one cup. No, I haven't, and I'm so I've happy seen, I like, haven't. Banksy because like it was like surprise like posted on Twitter like what? like. Banksy. Uh, not Banksy. <laughs> What's the one where it's, it's an artist? Uh, Goatsy. Goatsy is what I'm thinking of. 
You know what Goatsy is, right? I don't know what that is. It's nope. it's cx is the website, and it's I mean the it's just a picture of this dude like just pulling open his asshole. <gasps> yeah, and like it it was like one of those like fam. There's like Tub Girl and Goatsy lemon and Lemon Party. I haven't Meat seen Meat Spinner. Meat Spinner. Yeah. What's Meat Lemon spinner. Party? Le- Le- Which one is that one? It's just like it no. Just tell me. I think it, it's just like old dudes naked. Yeah, that's what I've heard oh. that it is. I haven't. They seen, may be blowing each other. I don't know. I literally haven't seen any of these, but uh, I I have seen Goatsy just because like I saw it on someone's Twitter feed that I was <laughs> just scrolling through. But uh, yeah, there's there's all these internet shock sites that like I know what they are, and I literally have no Refused interest it. in watching them. So like yeah. I feel like even if I knew that Videodrome exists, I would not <laughs> watch it. Yeah, is it like Videodrome as it is, or just like? something like videodrome are we talking like just a torture porn or like that it'll control you <laughs> just the torture porn yeah because uh, no. it exists now and i haven't watched it no. you if you if you wanted torture porn you bro could. the walls are clay check it out <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see it the walls they're, they're just <laughs> clay, <laughs> clay. They, they might be electrified i can't tell what check it out, dude. <laughs> how, how many times have you seen this movie Second, this is my second viewing really you know like all the quotes well man. no i mean the walls are clay thing is like the first thing they say that's so stupid. What kind of room has wall made out of wet clay? That's what I'm saying. That I would, that I would ar- watch it just to see the clay walls. How is that architecturally sound? <laughs> well, it's know, underground. It's Presumably, you you like build underground in like, and the ground is clay. Like if you have in a, Pittsburgh, like, and then you electrify it. Yeah, <laughs> that's stupid. Can you electrify clay? I my mind says that clay wouldn't conduct no, it. No, I don't believe clay is a good conductor. It's, it's, it's wet clay. Boogie woogie wet woogie clay, woogie yes. woogie woogie. Um, but no, yeah, Videodrome would not watch it in real life. No. So I wouldn't. If we were doing what would you do? We wouldn't be brainwashed because we wouldn't watch right. it. But they are targeting him specifically. So if there so, was a video saying. Like, here is, like, a hundred minutes of uncut Donnie Darko behind-the-scenes content. Mm-hmm. But it'll corrupt your brain. I would already be 99 minutes yeah. into the <laughs> What's funny is, during this podcast, I was, when I was talking, I was thinking about Donnie Darko. Welcome to my life. <laughs> it's because I looked at your DVD. Anyways, <laughs> aside, sorry, we've been, I've been obsessed. So, um, do we want to talk about uh our villain ranking is what's this, the is i don't think there's a villain there's, well i mean video drum video, i mean i would say like video drone very itself. convex very convex no yeah i don't i don't i also don't think that should go like i don't know maybe the tv signal that gives you oh my god a brain tumor i'm not putting that on my villain ranking. what about brian oblivion he was well, he's not a villain. Well, he he's not really a villain. Oh, yeah. I guess he kind of gets fucked over by it, too. Yeah. He's just sharing his information on Videodrome. Harlan. <laughs> Harlan. It's Harlan and Mary Convex are working together, and they're both, like, part of Videodrome. It's weird because Ren is a... Max a Ren himself, himself is kind of yeah. It's just weird because I feel like there we should have a villain for this, but it's like it's hard to place one responsibility. Everyone's yeah. awful. Everyone's and culpable. Yeah, like it's weird. I don't. I don't think should this should go in our ranking. Okay, ha. but just know that we all <laughs> think the they're. System. 
are a lot of villains in this movie. It's yeah. an interesting movie. I would put the video drum signal pretty high on my list, but I'm not putting it on my list. Can, we, uh, Harish, can, if you can, can the villain be society? Harish, if you want to put society. it on the list, you can. Technology is the, well, technology's not even a villain. This is the second movie in a row we haven't had a villain. Mm. Well, shit, Sam, I'm sorry. We've had several. <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> Okay, so now that we've skipped two segments. <laughs> Our ratings. Uh, what are we rating this out of? Out of handguns? Chussies. And Chussies. <laughs> Chussies. <laughs> out of eyeglasses that look terrible. <laughs> out of um, DVDs that turn into Cronenberg flesh. <laughs> Let's do... Yeah, fleshy videotapes. How many fleshy videotapes <laughs> would you give it to? <laughs> give this movie out of 10. I'll start. I'll give it 10. It's pretty good. And I like the discussion we had. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. My natural instinct is to give it 9, but my whole body is screaming, give it 10. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I really, yeah. I genuinely feel like I should give it a 9, but like, at this, I'm like... Just do it, No, Sam. just give it 10. Just, you know you love it that yeah. much. I'm giving, I'm just going to give it 10. Hell yeah. You can't. You, you're not going to, are you? I will say, I will give it a 9.99999. Adam. All I ask, all I ask is I wish it More had... More clay! I wish it had a musical segment. <laughs> I wish there was music in this. You know? Can I say something? Yeah. If a movie gets a perfect score, it gets put on our top shelf... Of movies. Well, we don't know what Harish is thinking. Oh, well, no, it, it's a 10. But I'm just saying, like, imagine if this had, like, a song in it. <laughs> well, you know, there they is got the Debbie Harry. Harry Blood. Oh, my God. They, they had Debbie Harry. In this. They had Debbie Harry. And, well, they did that at the trade show. They did that little dance number. Oh, oh yes. Okay, yeah. All right, never you mind. Did, yep, you got 10, your musical 10. number. <laughs> the guy... <laughs> Can we talk about the best part of this movie? Yeah. Which is that guy in the Whipping background dancer around. just giving it his all. Oh my god. I like how oh my god. So good. He was the Jared Padalecki acting award for excellence in acting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was incredible. He's like, hey, uh, what's this scene for? Like, what? <laughs> they were like, do, do you? Is you're at a showcase? That's all. He it's put a movie a about trade shows. <laughs> a full day's labor. Ten. <laughs> well, <laughs> not a pressure hurry. I. You don't have to give it one. Do it every Wanted to give it a nine. Give it a nine. But. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it a nine. There you go. I'm sorry. That's fine. What's your reservation? uh, This is devastating. Well, I don't know. I just. Well, first of all, James Woods is in it. And James Woods just sucks. But this was 1980. Willing suspension of disbelief. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. That's whatever. But I also like. It's just like too much that like just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, like uh, this, this for me is not a perfect movie because there's just too much. Like it's, it's really good. It's definitely a nine. Mm. You know what? I'll go up to a 9.5. It's just like, just, it's just like a little bit not perfect. And like, what's the ending? Like he sees himself killing himself on screen and then he kills himself. That's what I I like. That's cool. That's the best part of the movie. Cause then you're like, oh my God. 
Is stuff going to come out of my TV? <laughs> oh, what, 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 what? <laughs> no, I just think that it's saying that, like, if you, it's like, and you TV's it's it. a perfect reflection of him. Because he, he does the exact same thing. It's the same shot. It's the same shot. It is the exact same shot. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's it's interesting, but I I don't. It's a fun commentary that's not real. It 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 doesn't. I I think for me like a a, a ten movie is like one that like just fully connects and like I get it all yeah. the way and like every aspect of it like I completely get. But this doesn't doesn't work all the way. Like yeah. so, that's but okay. like nine point five. Is what I'll give it. I have one more thing to say. I'm sorry. I wrote this down in my notes and forgot to talk about it. Oh yeah, for sure. I love the implication of this movie. So you're kind of saying we won't watch the we wouldn't watch Videodrome. Whatever. We just did. We just watched Videodrome. So there's this implication that we as audience members watch Videodrome and will be affected by whatever's happening. Right. And I love when movies have that kind of like self-referential, like, aha, you watched the thing. God dang it. Like in the ring, like how you watch the videotape. And so, oh, I love when movies do that. So in a way, we became part of the narrative. And we all have brain tumors now. (laughs) (laughs) Which are going to give us hallucinations. Finally. So that's fun. Been waiting on that. Reality's boring. Okay. So wait, why why is Jim Bob Parsons Rex. walking up to you and shaking your hand? <laughs> uh I heard the elevator got fixed in the final season. Is that true, Jim? <laughs> oh my god. He just gave me a sloppy kiss. <laughs> Fuck, I so, recommendations. Didn't even think about Rex. Somebody go first. I have some. I wrote some down. Like I said before, I would recommend the album A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships Always by the 1975. Right. I know, Adam, you like that album a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. I can talk about that one for hours. Oh, my God. But I won't. I would do an entire podcast just to talk yeah. about that album and then never talk about it again. <laughs> I'd recommend the movie They Live. I think it's John Carpenter. Ooh, yeah. Live, That's a yeah. good one. That's pretty good. Like, I just think visually they're very similar, but also, like, thematically. Yeah. Like, we live in a society kind oh, of yeah, vibes. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. But they're both really good. Also, the only other Cronenberg movie I've seen, which is The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Because, um, Grundlefly, or Brundle... <laughs> 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 fly could bust it open any day yeah. of the week. Um, The Ring, and also A Clockwork Orange. Oh, fun fact. This was going <laughs> to be one of my trivia, but like I forgot it. But Andy Warhol, uh, the artist, Andy Warhol. <laughs> the artist, Andy <laughs> um, Warhol? But he, he called this movie the Clockwork Orange of the 80s. Hmm. He, that's how he called this movie. What a douchey thing to say yeah. from a very douchey artist. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very cool fact, though. But Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you brought that up even though i didn't tell you that that's cool <laughs> but anyway do you have recommendations yeah as i uh, discussed previously listen to oh yeah new flash by current joys right uh, very topical uh they do a lot of songs that are like inspired by movie and tv like they have one that's um fire a song called fire walk with me oh Are you kidding me i'm not and oh, another song called God. heathers they're in weird and shit then, into weird shit uh, I think these are all surf curse songs that I'm listing. And a- another one that I really love that's new called Midnight Cowboy. Ooh, really mm-hmm. good. Uh, and let's see. What else? I uh, the, <laughs> the other movie that I was going to pick um, and didn't 
which I think honestly kind of ties somewhat to this is Dogtooth by Yorgos Lanthimos. Lanthimos? Oh, he did the lobster, right? He did the lobster. Lobster. And he's done my favorite, favorite movie, which is The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which I will always recommend. But uh, Dogtooth is kind of about how we can manipulate language to manipulate others. So it's kind of propaganda y. I, it, it's on my letterbox list of films that make me feel weird about sex, which yeah. <laughs> I'm adding Videodrome to. I don't know why it wasn't in here before. Um, can I, uh, I'll read off the ones that are in there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> now it'll be Videodrome as well. Uh, Belle du Jour. Uh, that's from what year is that? Uh, 67. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. Blue Velvet. Uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, great movie. Dogtooth. Under the Skin. High Life. And Midsommar. <laughs> All, if you want to have weird boner, whatever kind of <laughs> arousal, watch those movies right. and feel ashamed. Yeah, I would also recommend High Life. It <laughs> has an interesting... It's about people who have an interesting relationship with sex. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... Samantha doesn't like it. We watched it together. I don't like in it. In the theater. Samantha doesn't like it. I think it's pretentious. Like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, absolutely. It's it's pretty pretentious, um, but I think it's a good movie. Um, I mean, obviously, there's the signal which we did on a previous episode, and we talked about <laughs> technology a lot. Um, and then there's Pontypool, which we also did before, which is about a radio station instead of a TV station, but it's a different kind of thing. But those are recommendations um, that I have. Uh, did you have any? I can't. I had like a really good one, and I just fucking lost it. Yeah. I'm. I, it'll come. Hopefully, it'll come to me. I like. I might. I'm have very more. upset that I don't have like a single rag. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. This is like the first time I've like not because sh- I've definitely recommended this for other movies. But, like, I well, can't. if if you're gonna talk about. <laughs> weird relationship with sex i'd say teeth is a good recommendation you always find a way (laughs) (laughs) teeth (laughs) my favorite high school movie to reference (laughs) but yes oh we haven't talked about teeth in a while i have an interesting one actually um we're gonna talk about fucked up media nightcrawler um because he has this obsession and he uh uh, if you've seen the movie, he's a guy I, that he shows up. Molly has a DVD of it. <laughs> he um, he shows up at crime scenes and he kind of devolves into making them look more interesting because he knows the more fucked up it is, the more people want to see it. Right. So, huh. thank you. I love this movie. I need to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I started, oh. thanks to Molly's suggestion, a list of like a uh, ranking of movies based on how much I want Jake Gyllenhaal to like rail me. <laughs> and okay, oh my God. Enemy. That's not what it's it, called. How high up there is Enemy? I've never seen it. It's only it's only movies I've seen. So like as I see them, they're adding on. Where's Donnie Darko? Donnie Darko is pretty high up. I can't remember where. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's slightly, I think it's below Spider-Man. Enemy right? has two Jake Gyllenhaal. <gasps> um, but Nightcrawler is higher boring. up than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, uh, he's hot from what I see on, on the cover and from all the time I like. Well, no, he's like terrifying in this movie. I know he's like supposed to be super creepy, but you know what? Oh, he's unsettling in the like he's really unsettling. 
But um, Nightcrawler is great. It's got like a great like, hey, media's kind of fucked up message to it. Um, so yeah, I'll make that, and hopefully I can pull something out of my ass for the morning after. But yeah, hopefully I'll have something else. I mean, uh, also probably watch other David Cronenberg movies. I haven't seen any other ones. I need to see Dead Ringers. I'm gonna go ahead and say, Dead Ringers, yeah. if you're into weird shit, watch. Anything Lynch too? David Lynch, just always, just a running recommendation. We love him. So, (laughs) do you have anything to plug? I don't. Uh, I just started a podcast uh, in the year 2019. (laughs) It's never too late. Um, (laughs) It's called yeah, yeah. It's called Insider Trading. Why'd Uh, you call it that? (laughs) Because I, I wanted something like. It'll jump out at you and like it's a crime. <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, oh, he's talking about like stocks. No, and I was like, oh no, he's not. Uh, it's just like because what I wanted to be was like secrets of people's like old jobs, you know, and <laughs> I, I guess the gag is that like those secrets are relevant now. Like they wouldn't get you in trouble for insider trading because like it's all stale information because you yeah. don't work there anymore. I don't know. I just thought it was a catchy name. Someone, I don't know. Um, who knows? I might change it. I, I'm getting my graphics guy on it to get some better graphics because I made the one in Snapchat. The budget is very low. And complain about the job that he got from you. Huh? So your graphics guy's gonna go on your podcast and complain <laughs> about the job he got from you. That's the dream. Uh, yeah, it's on SoundCloud. Uh, if you want to, Twitter is at Insider Trade Pod. Couldn't even fit it all in the one handle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you explain what it's about? Oh yeah, it's I'm having people on to talk about like their old jobs. Just kind of like the fucked up shit that went on there. That's Air awesome. your grievances about Air your, your grievances. Jobs. Yeah. I would love to be on someday. Yeah, if if you don't come on and talk about Chuck E. Cheese, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. It gives you the opportunity to bring out that meme you made for me. That's right. <laughs> That's an all-timer. <laughs> I, I've just had so many jobs and like the wackiest ones. So, and I, I just felt like I needed to channel that into right. something. And do you have like a personal Twitter or yes. accounts? Any yes. any account on any of uh, Follow me on Main, baby. Uh, my Twitter is at King of the Locals. Um, yeah, that's all I really want to plug. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. And <laughs> you can get me on Instagram and Letterboxd at Samantha Dawn thirteen. Oh yeah, my Letterbox is Dinner for Schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> is number, it really it is the number four <laughs> the number four yeah oh my god that's awesome <laughs> i was like oh, this hasn't been taken <laughs> you have really good letterbox reviews i'll say i have so much fun on there and i, I working full time i just like haven't gotten to watch as many movies it's <laughs> tragic right it's like yeah. i'm just come home and i'm exhausted i'm like i want to watch cinema get a gateway membership and it'll really motivate you which is that uh, i like work there 20 know, something but, like, a month really for well no is it? It's like thirty. For I paid twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. 25. There you go. That sounds like a lot, but like if you see three is that a movies, yeah. Is, <laughs> is that a student? Harish and I have a duet, so okay. It's not important to talk about on here. But it is so important to talk about. Support right your now. local independent cinema. Yeah, for real though, do it. N- yeah. Molly, um, you can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen, um, on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes, and at Letterboxd at M O one one Y H A I N E S. 
And I'm at not a credit card on everything. Is that your TV name? <laughs> yeah, that's my television name. Cathode tube name. But there are people who know Harisha's just not a credit card, I'm sure. <laughs> that's true. He interacts with a lot of people on the internet. On the internet. As, um, as one does. <laughs> uh, and then you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Facebook, Letterboxd, everything. TipsyTerrorPod at gmail.com if you want to email us. <laughs> Um, we have <laughs> websites which are still technically under construction. TipsyTerror.com, TipsyTerror.RIP, TipsyTerror.WTF, and TipsyTerror.PUB. Dot pube. Dot pube. Shit. Dot pube. Um, uh, and then finally, <laughs> we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash tipsyterror, where uh, you can find our bonus episodes once a month. We do a bonus episode. This month's was about Donnie Darko. <gasps> uh, and it's on there. And uh, for $5 a month, you get to that. listen to the bonus episode. Um, and if we get uh, $50 a month, we'll start doing more than one. We'll start doing two bonus episodes a month. Uh, and then for $1 a month, you can vote in polls to decide one of the movies that we do every month. You know, I told my mom we did our bonus episode and said that for $5 she could um, listen to it. And she said to me, she looked me in the face and she said, for $5 I'll pay you to stop talking about <laughs> Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, my came from my th- I got what blamed by my mother. <laughs> And that's why I have quilts with northern toilet paper, baby. (laughs) Brand name. (laughs) Woo. Yeah, that's that's it. Long live the new flesh. Long live the new flesh. Long live the new flesh. Okay. Bye. God damn it, I'm about to fuck this TV.